What's up, everybody? This is Ethan. And this is Christian. And this is the Breezy Bird Podcast. You know, guys, it is the first day of November. First day of November, and it is also the first Wednesday of November. So you know what that means. It's the Breezy Bird Podcast, you know, tuning in every single Wednesday. So everybody, you know, gather your friends, gather your family. You know, if you're having a housewarming party, Gather everybody around, sit down, relax, and listen to the Breezy Bird podcast. So that is my message to you, and I hope you enjoy this message for this Wednesday. Welcome to the Breezy Bird podcast, the best podcast in the Valley. Christian. Ethan. We are officially in November now? We are. We are officially in November. I mean, technically, we're recording this on Halloween, so happy Halloween. If you happy are Halloween, listening to it, well, you're not going to be listening to it on Halloween, but nice. it is a very happy Halloween for it's us. Cool. Um, And yeah, now we are officially, because this podcast is releasing on the 1st um, of November, so just getting into it. I mean, we had a pretty exciting weekend. Yeah. Before we hop into this, though, I feel like there's something that I need to say. Oh, okay. I, I lost a real one today, bro. I did. You lost something? Yeah, my neighbor passed today, bro. My Wait, neighbor, what? My neighbor, Marty. So I just wanted to, you know, give a little RIP to Marty because, dude, Marty was the one who kind of, like, kept, like, the circle alive throughout the childhood. You know what I'm saying? So No, what happened with Marty? Just health, bro. Just health stuff. He was the one who used to make all those, like, Christmas... Wait, actually? Yeah, bro. He died today. Passed away today, bro. So I want to give a little little shout out and like my condolences to the family. So shout out to Marty, man, for real. Yeah, man. Any relation to the Marty that we know? Um from the I, party? No. There's zero relation. Zero relation. Because you know what Marty I'm talking about. Yeah. Zero relation. Yeah, zero relation. Zero relation to that, Marty. Well, I I apologize for him passing. I I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I I don't you know said, what I'm supposed to sorry. say. To <laughs> I don't know. If I, I was about to say I'm sorry, but like I didn't. I didn't cause it. Like no, you didn't. I'm sorry it's for your loss. Condolence thing, bro. It's more yeah, of a condolence yeah. Thing. I I wish you my condolences. Thank you. Appreciate it. So yeah, as you you were saying something before I went into that little. No, it, it was Halloween weekend. It was Halloween weekend. And um, me personally, this was the craziest I've, this is the craziest Halloween weekend I've ever had. Really? It, yeah, it was a very, it was a, it was a crazy Halloween weekend. It was a crazy Halloween weekend. Um, three straight days of partying and it finished off with um, my first ever party I threw at my house, which was yeah. interesting. It was interesting. Yeah, and that's what we're going to be talking a little bit about today, to be honest, bro, because, um, I have some questions for you. Since you are a first-time homeowner, first party, mm-hmm. I want to know how you thought it went. I want to know. I want to before I ask some questions. I want you to give a little deep dive into how you thought it went. So, how did I think it went? Honestly, I was concerned about a couple of things going into it uh-huh. because, like we were talking about, this was something that you know when I first got my house, I was like, you know. I definitely want to have people over. But in that, I was like, you know, 
just the amount of like things that I would have to worry about that I didn't have to worry about like when I was staying with my mom. Yeah, for sure. Two very different things. Definitely. Definitely. Like when I was with, you know, when I live with my mom, literally like in the valley, very green open fields. You know what I mean? Like nobody's bothering you. Here at my house, I'm literally like in the middle of Scranton. And I'm in like a city atmosphere. Houses like on both sides of me, house like in front of me, house behind me. So it's like atmosphere changes a little bit. In my eyes, the way I saw it was like, I was worried about a couple things. Ah, like what? Well, our parties get crazy sometimes, right? And I was worried about two things. I was worried about how loud it was going to be. Uh-huh. because music you got you can't have a party without music so i was worried about the music side of it yeah and then i was also worried about parking because it's street parking and yeah. like i said i have houses all around me so i was worried about street parking a little bit um but i think both street parking and noise ended up working themselves out we ended up putting the music down in the basement after we cleaned it up and then street parking, we had people carpool a lot. So I think some people might have even like Ubered. And the way it ended up working out, I like we didn't really have any concerns with parking. I mean, Maddie got a ticket. Um, <laughs> Maddie. Yeah, Maddie, Maddie got a ticket. Um, but I think that's the only ticket we got. Only casualty? Only casualty. And I don't think anybody like, I never got any complaints. And it's already like two days after the fact, so. I think we were a success on that end. And then what was your question? Did I think it was a success? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, well, we invited like 30 people, which is which would have been like the crate, like the biggest party that I have thrown, even at like when I was at my mom's house. And I invited like 30 people. Yeah. And I didn't expect everybody to make it. And everybody was able to make it. And that stressed me out in the beginning, but I think everybody that came ha- did have a good time. Mm. Um, you know, some people came, I, I think some people enjoyed it more for the socializing aspect and some people enjoyed it actually for like more of the party atmosphere, like party atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think attendance wise, we had a lot of people come and I think a lot of people had a good time. I think so. I think so. And would you say based on like you had a you had a good amount of people there, like you said, um, would you say that most of your parties from now on are going to be stuck in the basement for (laughs) sound aspects for, you know, just the amount of room you have? You know, what's your plan for future parties like moving into it, you know? Yeah. So just for reference, the way we ended up deciding to throw this party is the way my house is laid out is I have the first floor, which has the kitchen, the living room, the dining room, upstairs, which has, you know, the bedrooms, the, you know, master bathroom, that kind of stuff. Master bathroom. Is that a thing? The main bathroom. And yeah. then in the basement, it's literally like just a cement, like almost like a frat house. Yeah. She's not um, in the basement. Yeah. Um, but after like we started planning everything out and thinking about it, we were like, if we had everybody on the middle floor it'd be like jam-packed and i didn't really want anybody upstairs just because that's like more of like the personal side of it um so 
we decided to do the basement as more of like the party area, more of like the dancing, more of like the pong, that kind of stuff. I personally think that atmosphere turned out very good. Um, And what we did with the party is we put all of like the food upstairs, like on the first floor, we put like movies going on the first floor. People can sit down and chill and talk. And then downstairs is more of like the vibe area, more of like the jam out party. For sure. I think I probably if we do another part when we do another party, because we definitely will. Um, I definitely think that's that was a good vibe. I definitely think the vibe of, you know, upstairs is the chill area and downstairs is more of the party area. I think that was a good vibe and a good atmosphere. Would you agree? Like, did you like that atmosphere? Yeah, I thought um, I thought it was cool vibes for sure. I think that the way that you had it set up also helped a lot for sure um see i'm a big proponent in there can't just be one thing to do at a party (laughs) i think that you like manage that pretty well too because i think to be honest like if there would have just been pong if there just would have been flip cup you know what i mean like especially with like pong like there was a lot of people doing both at one like at one point you know what i'm saying i don't think so I don't think at any given point, both things were running. There was only one time when there was two games at the same time. That's not true. Because there was one point where I was flip, like switching back and forth between games. I only know of one time that there was games on both tables. Yeah, there was there was a few times. There was a few times. And I think that... Like, I played a couple games at the Pong table, and at no point when I was at the Pong table was a game going on at the Flip Cup table. Well, I think you're the only person, you're the only, there was only, there was a, definitely less Flip Cup than there was Pong. Like, not many people played Flip Cup. Like, it was just you guys. Yeah. So there was definitely, there was people definitely playing Pong while you guys were playing Flip Cup. I know one game that Because if you think about it, there was like, how many games of Flip Cup were there? Like I mean, Flip I was in like every game of Flip Cup. Exactly. Because we had like a dream team. And there game. was there was one point where because I didn't see the first game. Cause during the first game I was playing Pong. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I came in I came in second game. Yeah. So I don't know. I saw there was a game going on second game, but I don't know if there was a game going on third game. But but anyway, I think that at parties, especially with like a good like a higher amount of people, one thing to do just leaves a lot of people standing there. But it also helped that you had, like, the TV going upstairs and everything, you know? Yeah. I don't even know what happened with the TV upstairs, to be honest with you, because as soon as the party started, I played Hocus Pocus. I figured yeah. that would be a good movie to get the vibes going. Um, and then I went downstairs. Mm. At that point, I didn't go upstairs basically the rest of the night. Yeah. I stayed downstairs. Um, and then I was told, like, oh, the movie, like, the movie stopped mm. upstairs. And I'm like, okay. So I went upstairs and I put on Haunted Mansion because the new Haunted Mansion was on Disney+. Plus. So I'm like, all right, I'll put on Haunted Mansion. So I put on that. Then I came downstairs. And then I didn't really come up the rest of the night. Mm. And then in the morning, I was told that Princess and the Frog was on at one point. Yeah. Yeah. You, I, I saw You Princess saw that? The... Yeah. I don't know who put that on. And then apparently, I, I saw a little bit at the end of Frank and Weenie. Somebody put on Frank and Weenie. That I do not remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't even that was when you left. Yeah, okay, that makes sense because I don't remember Frank and Weenie, but I remember the other movies. I remember the other yeah. movies. Do you? Did you remember seeing any other movies? I mean, I wasn't really watching the movies 
like yeah begin with i was kind of like in the basement or like you know what i mean yeah but um i also want a, a big question i had is because for me personally and i might be different mm. than the majority is i'm not one to to mix friend groups you know what i mean yeah yeah. my <laughs> i have different groups <laughs> kind of stick to i don't i don't mesh those groups yeah very often or if ever yeah so i wanted to see like how was that for you because you had three like kind of like three different groups there like groups of people come mm-hmm. in to the party how was that for you how was it like managing your time and how was it because like it was a party so there was drinks involved how how did all that yeah. work for you Honestly, I mean, I think that is probably the thing that I love throwing parties the most in is Uh that like, I don't like considering it like groups of friends. Uh I don't like the way I consider it is like, I have friends in this area, I have friends in this area, but there's no reason why both of those areas can't be friends with each other. That's the way I see it. And like, every time I think we hold very good parties. Like, Mm. collectively, as, like, I mean, every party that I can think of, it's been, like, me, you, and Maddie, and, like, people, right? Yeah, for sure. And I feel like if if we have those three, then we can expand and do other things, right? Mm. And I feel like, you know, over the course of the past couple of parties, over the course of the past, like, couple years, we've sort of, like, I've sort of added different friend groups Maddie's added different friend groups. You haven't really added any friend. I mean, technically not you've a, added like Jess and Michelle. Yeah, I'm not one to add. I'm not one to, I'm not one no. to add. <laughs> but I, I, I add quite a bit to, you know, party invitation list. And my goal always when I have people come is not to have it like a one-time thing. <clears throat> my goal is to have my perfect ideal party is to invite a good amount of people, a bunch of people that I know, and then me have like, oh, I'm going to go up and use the bathroom. And then I come downstairs and like everybody's like intermingled. Everybody's talking to somebody that like they didn't know before, or at least they didn't like come with and like, that's my person, yeah. you know, like my thing that I hate most about parties and it's happened before at parties. Um, and, it, you know, it happens at every party. I just the way things work is that, you know, you invite, like you said, different people from different places that I know people and then you know people from one group are only with people from that group and then people from one group are only with people from that group you know what I mean yeah and you know I mean that's like natural and I get that and that like always happens and I understand it but my goal is to make that not happen my goal is to make it so people are mixed okay so honestly my favorite part of the night was flip cup because there was a lot of intermingling yeah no i I agree i agree i feel like that was the area where there was the most intermingling at least when i was present for it and i saw intermingling as well yeah from my experience i agree based on what i saw at least yeah so i liked that the best i think because there's like it's just natural for people to like always like not everybody's like always separated you know what i mean yeah. Unless there is like a big gaming event, which gets a bond and then that bond ends up breaking off. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm giving like party 101 right now. I dude, to be honest, I think it's like 
you're a new homeowner. There's definitely like people in your situation. So I think it's the type of thing where it's like, say what you got to say, you know? Well, I think, I think a cool part of it is that like, I think we like throw pretty good parties. Like we have people come that like usually aren't part of like our like circle and then like come and are just like, yo, like that was actually like so much fun. And then they like are super excited for another party and then it just keeps building. And then they just become part of the party. No, and sure. yeah, so I feel like, but naturally, like we were saying, right? It's natural for people to like splinter off and be with the people they're comfortable with. So as the host, and I usually am, it's like, I have to do my rounds. That's my thing. Like, I never want it to be a thing where by the end of the night, people leave and it's like, wow, Ethan was only with one group, you know? Or Ethan was only talking with this person or this person. For sure, for sure. That's my thing that like I genuinely like try to take so much pride in. Mm -hmm. So usually like genuinely what I do is I like just have like an internal clock in my head. And I spend a certain amount of time with some people. And then when I realize, okay, like I had a good conversation. Now the conversation's like shifting on to something else. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll be right back. And then I like leave and I go start something else with somebody else. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure. Naturally, me doing that means that I don't end up getting as drunk. So mm. Sunday, I honestly didn't get that drunk just because like I was so focused on trying to make sure everybody else is having a good time. And I think people did. I think people did. Um, but, you know, for the future, I'm hoping to like, you know, have similar people all there and hopefully everybody's more intertwined. So I don't have to For be sure. doing my rounds as much. And then I could be a little bit more off the rails. But yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. So. No, I think you did a pretty good job. And I think it like you kind of like you said, it's it's natural for people to like in the beginning to kind of mesh with their own people. Yeah. Uh just because I mean, when like seeing other people into a situation and you have no idea who they are, like it's just like a natural thing. Yeah. Um but overall, like, I agree. I think it's just getting, like, everybody into it. I think once everyone's, like, into it, it's, like, kind of like smooth sailings, you know? Yeah. Especially, um, like you said, you're the one who is kind of, like, bringing those people together since you're, like, it, you're the host. Yeah. Um, would you say your way of doing that is by spending time or – what, is there other ways that you kind of like get the people involved, you know, like by introducing them or is it you kind of want people to like do that, like the introductions and everything for themselves? Because while there are people like us in the group <laughs> who don't have a problem with that, there are also other people who are on the more introverted side. Yeah. And, you know, like, so I guess my question for you is, what would you say to those people who are more on the introverted side, but are at a party with people that they don't know? Well, honestly, part of me, like you said, I know that there's going to be some people that are okay and actually like thrive off like meeting new people and like getting that energy. I know yeah. that there's people like that and there's people like that in every group. Mm. So when I end up having like a bunch of people come in, I know already like who I need to worry about and who I don't need to worry about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So when I ended up um, 
you know, the people that are like very outgoing, I hope that they are, and I hope that they're able to end up intermingling and that kind of thing. Yeah. But like you mentioned, like what strategies do I use? I I have very specific strategies in the sense that like Pong, Flip Cup, like mm-hmm. I'm not saying like, okay, all of us, let's go over here and do this. I'm not doing that. I literally go over to one area and I'm like, you're going to be my partner for Pong. Let's go find some partners. And then I go to a completely other area of the room and I'm like, you, you're going to be facing me. And, uh, and then I like, look, and the first person that I see, I'm like, okay, you're joining his team. Yeah. And then we just start going and the bond of competitiveness, the bond of like the back talk. And I just start smack talking. That's my thing. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. My we, thing is, we know. <laughs> yeah, we know. But smack talking gets my teammate hyped up or, or stressed out, but either way that gains the bond. And then it also makes the opponents bond even more. Because mm-hmm. they both are looking at each other and both are looking at me like, did this guy really think, does this guy really think he's all that? But in doing that, it makes everybody gain that bond and that memory. So that after the game, they could talk and be like, yo, we killed that. But oh my God, Ethan was talking. And then that, it just starts conversation. Yeah, I will say that I've never heard anyone talk the way Ethan does when he has like Food drinks down, bro. Oh my god, that's when it usually starts. That's when the smack talk usually starts. Who drinks it, down? Yeah, it's usually at a left field too. Like nobody's usually saying anything when Ethan starts talking smack. But I digress. That's okay. Um, dude, I think I think you do a good job at that. To be honest, I think um I do think the smack talking helps. To be honest with you, right? See, um, it's part of the strategy. Everyone wants to go against it. Exactly. And I and feel everybody like, wants to go against it and it ends up becoming a bonding experience. I always try to just go against everything you're saying. But again, you, because you have such like a out there personality as well. So if I'm being very out there and being very, you know, against the system, and then you're the, out there and being very for the system and just trying to shut me down, mm. then oh, oh. it worked. It, it worked very well at the party. I think so. I, and it happens a lot. I try to do that as much as possible. <laughs> you're at each other's throats, bro. It was because <laughs> my thing is I know that you know what I'm doing. So mm. I know that we just go back and forth. Nah, dude, it was fun. It was definitely that was probably my favorite part of the night. Looking back at it, that was definitely my favorite part of the night. And I, I just want to talk a little bit um on behalf of me and Amir, you know. Yeah, can we get into this game a little bit? Because this game was kind of crazy. I don't know if it was angles. I don't know what it was. But there is this one point. No, no, no. You can't can't start there. You can't start there, though. Dude. See, I'm just starting from – because that was, like, one of my first series. Because I don't know – I walked in, and I knew that your team had won the first game. I I walked in – well, the way it worked out is I, I forget who was on the first team. I forget who was on the first team that I was facing. Ah. Uh-huh. I know Amir was on the first team. Mm. I'm trying to think who else is on that team. I feel so bad. If, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but we beat you. 
But there um, were people on the team. <laughs> there uh, were. It was Amir's team, we could say. So, I again, I was like, all right, we got to play flip the cup. So I started walking around and gathering people. So I grabbed me, I grabbed Cassie, I grabbed Ellie, and I grabbed Leif. Mm. So we were on one side of the table, and then the other side of the table, I forget who came over. Amir was one of them. But the first game just went so quick that like I couldn't. I don't even think it was anything. Uh, first game came through. Me, my team, the dream team, we won four straight games. Yeah. It's not really important for the story, but it's important for the legacy that our team had. Well, we, we'll, we'll get in the legacy. Don't, don't worry. We're going to get it. That was the legacy play. we had. And then. The parts of the legacy. that We're going to get into that, though. <laughs> and then we were like, okay, we keep the table. Who else is coming up? And then at this point. We had four new people join against us, and that was, hold on. I think that was, wasn't that Christine, Nick, Andrew, and Megan? Was that the team? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then it was 4v4, and same team, the dream team on that side as well. Yeah. And we won the first game. Well, this is when I, because I got called over at the beginning of team Man. two. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember who called me, but I ended I up. I called you over because you because for the, all right for everybody's record, I feel like we didn't describe this. Christian wore a ref costume for Halloween, mm. and I knew that you know if he was being the official for the game, and I was on one of the teams, we would have good banter. So I was like, Christian, you got to get over here and call this game. So he came over and he started calling the game. And our team won first game. Mind you, <laughs> I've played Flip Cup once in my life. <laughs> once. I've, I'm not like, the rules are just all foreign to me. You're right. But at this point, I'm a little out of it. So it kind of all worked out. And so then, saying. I mean, it came down to it. And the game started to get intense. Because we were the dream team, but then things started to get intense. Yeah. yeah. Um. So basically how Flip Cup works, for the, I, I feel like we should describe how Flip Cup works. Go basically, four people on one side of the table, four people on the other. You have your red solo cups in front of you, and you have a little bit of your beverage into your cup right in front of you. Yep. One side of the table, and it's a race, one side of the table versus the other. One person on each side of one table, they first give each other a cheers, put their cup on the table, bring it up to their mouth, drink their drink, and then... Put the cup on the very edge of the table and try to flip it and make it make the cup flip and land heads up or the open side on the table. And as soon as your teammate next to you makes it, does it, you have to drink your drink immediately as quick as you can and then start the process. And whoever the entire team finishes first wins. Mm. Right. And then it comes into the game where I think you're talking about the most. Mm-hmm. And it's the game that I, when I think of that night, I think about this game because it was an intense moment. Yeah. I, I think you should describe it. Cause I think I, I hope that you saw the reaction I made. Oh, I did. <laughs> I did. Okay, yeah. So but I Christian think was the ref and Amir, Amir was like his co-ref. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're going down the line. It's a close game. Right, we're going down the line, and it gets to the final two people on both teams, and they both flip it, both make it. 
And there was probably like a boom, boom, like that close. Like, like it wasn't like the cups were like, oh, winner. And then, oh, I would have made it. Like, no, it was like, boom, boom. Like nobody had time to celebrate. Yeah. yeah. If Christian was paying attention, he would have saw that. Yeah, see this? If this Christian was paying he, attention, he would have saw that we would have, we want, like, it was close. It was definitely close, but he would have saw that we won like fair and square. And here's my thing. You keep saying me, but it was both Amir and I watching this. Like, it wasn't just me who was like, oh, I missed it. Like, that's not, that is not how it went. I was literally just like this, like looking straight at it. And I see it happen. And I'm just like, ah. And immediately Christian's head, hands go to his head. He just opens his mouth and he's just, oh no. And then he slowly (laughs) turns to Amir and Amir is doing the same thing. And I, I literally looked at my team and I'm like, they didn't even see it. They don't even know. But I'm, but then I start talking my smack. And this is where Ethan has it wrong because I don't know if Ethan thinks we weren't looking at it when it happened, but I want you to know, like, Amir and I were literally crouched down when this happened. We saw it from where we were standing because we were at the end of the table. Everyone else is, like, looking at us. We're at the end of the table. We're literally slouched down looking at this happen. And it happens, and I I literally stand up straight because I'm just like, ah, I don't know who got it. And Amir, we look at Amir, and I'm just like, dude, I don't know. And he's like, dude, it looks ex- it looked exactly the same from over here. And I'm like, I know, I don't know what to say. And I'm like, what do we do? And he's like, all right, let's just say we'll do a we'll do like a a one v one draw. First person to get it wins. And I'm like, all right. So I go to turn around and say this, and everyone's just like, oh, we came up to we came with the decision, like they got it. And Amir and I are just like, well, it's funny that you say that because we also came up with the decision and it's not what you guys were expecting. Like, <laughs> So we made you guys do the 1v1. And then you guys, at that time, we were you, you guys did the 1v1. You guys picked the two people. And yeah, at that point, you were like, pick the MVPs. Yeah, yeah. And that that at that one, you guys, that was, you guys won that one. You got that was that was even closer because that dude that one was clearly you guys because <laughs> me and them were us Amir us. Amir and I just had the and we're like yeah that was you guys that that was you guys because the way it went down is we had to pick some MVPs yeah. so their team picked Megan and we ended up picking Ellie because both of them like made it the first try for a couple in a row. Yeah. At that point, they go up and both of them make the first flip. Both of them. Like, it was actually insane. And everybody, like, went crazy. It was both my team and their team agreed that that was closer than the other one. Dude, it had to be angles, bro. Because it was not. It was actually, like, I remember, like, it was not close. At least from where we, we were standing over here. We were looking, and maybe it's because I, I don't even know, but it like it actually like you guys started celebrating, and we were confused. Like you guys were both just like, oh, like for a second, we were just like, 
like that one was clearly you guys <laughs> like yeah <laughs> i didn't mean so i was like why like like that one wasn't that close but no, one, it, it must have been the angles it must have been bro but one more thing i want to talk about before we wrap this up really quick legacy right. so ethan keeps talking about legacy but I, I want you guys to know what their legacy was all right their legacy was start off strong start off very strong finish off very weak you guys had a very weak ending a very weak ending you guys actually got like it was it like four to one or something at the end you guys got pretty that like if you're talking legacy bro that's part of your legacy you know and i don't know if that's much of a legacy story you know you know what I'm saying? You're talking a lot of trash, but also remember that one of those losses would not have been a loss because I was talking a lot of smack talk and Christian as the ref gave me a penalty and his penalty I was I had to make two shots before I get to send it off to my partner. Yeah. And person next to me makes it. I come up, I make my first one. And then, but my penalty means I have to go make a second one. And it took me about five tries to make my second one. And in that point, two people already made theirs. There was no coming back at that point. You, you. That was tough. No, your smack talk had consequences. That was, that was tough. That was a tough one. I'm not going to lie. It, it definitely put a damper on our team. Um, And I think, you know, some refs are, you know, some refs are blind. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess that's sort of like the expression um, some, it's some of the reasons why people wear blind refs outfits for Halloween. Um, and you clearly were on that, you clearly were on that costume trend. So I, I commend you for that because you were indeed a blind ref, but I respect you for dressing, I commend you for dressing up as a bad apple. You know what I'm saying? Because it's crazy how one bad apple will just ruin it for the whole entire team. And that, that's honestly, when we talk about legacy, that is Ethan's legacy. He, he started off strong, historically strong, you know, historically. people were expecting him to make it like huge off of this. And, you know, that's just not what happened. He, you know, his mouth got the best of him. Um, you know, some, some good players also have a, an even better mouth. And I think that's what happened to Ethan last night <laughs> you know i am so excited to bring the dream team back and you can gather whoever you want to be on your team and i promise you you will not last i promise i you. probably won't but that's why i'm a ref right so guys with when you that, can't play ref when you can't play you get to dictate how other people do and you know i was gonna dictate how you did but you kind of did that all yourself so you know, I really don't got to get into that one too much. But with that all being said, I from my point of view, I think it was a good party. I think you did a good job with the setup. I think it was all around a good party. Can't wait for, you know, the Christmas party. Can't wait to see anymore. But guys, quick little, quick little podcast. Happy first in November for you guys who are tuning in. And we appreciate you guys. We'll see you on the next one.